0: I want you to turn with me to the book of Philippians, the fourth chapter. I was going to preach on fasting today. The Lord showed me that, you know what, there's been some specific dynamic word go out of this pulpit this week on fasting. And quite frankly, I was released from that. If you want to learn more about fasting um, from what was taught this week, it's on it's in the archives online. You can go to Monday Night Bible study, and then you can go to Wednesday Night Chapel. And both messages, we were driving home from Oklahoma and the presence of the Lord was in our van, because God was in that word. But today I want to talk out of the fourth chapter of Philippians, and I want to read the first, I think 12 verses. Read with me if you would. Therefore, my brethren, Dearly beloved and longed for My joy and crown So stand fast in the Lord My dearly beloved I beseech the Euteus And I beseech Syntac That they be of the same mind In the Lord Unity is important Somebody say unity is important And I entreat thee also True yoke fellow I love that You know what a yoke is? If you don't know what a yoke is, raise your hand. Everybody knows what a yoke is? I'm not talking about in the egg. We're fasting. We're not talking about eggs. I'm going to take your word for it. Help these women. I want to point something out. Anybody that tells you that women has not been and is not still significant, In the ministry of the church, be very kind to them, but do not listen to that. Because here is a wonderful example about two women that were very instrumental, and we're going to read and we're going to find that out, in the ministry of Paul and in the ministry of the church. Help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, And with other, my fellow laborers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say, rejoice. He must have been a worship leader. Because y'all know sometimes I go, y'all say, praise the Lord. And I say, y'all didn't say that. Praise the Lord again. Okay. You read the Bible the way you want to. I'll read it the way I want to. Verse 5. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand Be careful for nothing But in everything By prayer and supplication With thanksgiving let your requests Be made known unto God Verse 7 And the peace of God Which passes all understanding Shall keep your hearts And minds through Christ Jesus One of my favorite verses I've read this so many times You'll recognize it right off Not what I'm preaching out of today directly But it's very significant It says finally brethren whatsoever things are true Whatsoever things are honest Whatsoever things are just Whatsoever things are pure Whatsoever things are lovely Whatsoever things are of good report If there be any virtue If there be any praise Think on these things Those things Which ye have both learned and received And heard and seen in me do look at somebody and say, Do and the Lord of peace, I'm sorry, and the God of peace shall be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at the last your care of me hath flourished again. Where wherein ye were also careful, but ye lacked opportunity. Now The next two verses are primarily what I'm going to be talking from today. It says, not that I speak in respect of want. For I have learned in whatsoever state I am, therefore, or therewith, excuse me, to be content. And I know both how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere in all things, I am instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both abound and to suffer need. Now, we need to be content in 23. Pastor, I've got all these ambitions and I've got all these desires. I didn't say satisfied. Nor did I say lethargic. Being content is not being with an absence of action. Being content is when you look at your wife or your husband you look at your children, you look at your home, and you go, you know what? Thank you, Jesus. It doesn't mean that you can't want your child to straighten up. It doesn't mean that you don't look at your husband or wife and go, hmm every once in a while. It doesn't mean that you don't look at your paycheck and go, I'm believing for more. But I believe what we're missing in America today, I believe we're missing that contentment in who we are. And until we become content in knowing that we are an overcomer, I'm not going to be an overcomer. It's not coming I'm not sitting here with expectancy thinking, oh, when this happens. No, 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 no. Jesus Christ went to the cross over 2,000 years ago, and when he said it is finished, let me help you with something, honey. Everything you need was finished and put in your lineage. It was put in your future. It was put in your now. It was given to you then, and that's why Paul is one of the most important people in the word of God Because he teaches you probably more about faith Than anybody else in the Bible You know why he does that? Because said Paul said I have learned That means he didn't always know it Come on somebody Somebody, somebody say I want to learn I have learned whatever state He said Now I'm not talking about Tennessee He wasn't talking about Texas, Oklahoma, or West Virginia. Whatever state that I'm in, that means no matter what kind of circumstances I'm walking through. Somebody say amen to that. Or no matter what kind of conditions that may prevail against me. I don't care what it is. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Because I want to point out to you, Paul did not write this letter sitting up in his study at the church. He wasn't riding in the back of a chauffeured limousine when he wrote this letter. He wasn't even riding on a donkey. You know where he was when he wrote this? When he said, I have learned how to be content. I have learned how to be happy. I have learned how to let the joy of the Lord. Do you know where he was? He was in jail. God help us learn because we get a hangnail we don't stay out of church because we just don't feel like being there now pastor are you going to go there I'm already in it I love you but in 2023 are you really going to put that in front of God now I don't know what that is for you but I'm just going to go ahead and get up in your stuff. Are you really going to put that before God? I can't make it to Wednesday night church, but you can make it everywhere else. See, what I'm talking about, Paul had learned, and I hate to bust your bubble, but you can still learn. As a matter of fact, how can you learn unless you have a preacher? Ain't that what the word said? Now I ain't, I ain't gonna take this whole time that I have and jump on you. I I am just telling you, Paul was in a prison cell. He wasn't in his Beverly Hills mansion. He wasn't writing from some big, wonderful retreat. He was riding from prison. At this point in this story, he didn't know whether he was going to live or die. He didn't know if there was a vat of oil waiting for him. He didn't know if there was a, a, a wall with a bunch of men with stones. He didn't know. He didn't know. See, contentment, is not an escape from the battle. Some people think to be content is you, you got to be free from the battle and you got to have the good doctor's report and you've got to have all of that. See, that's not what Paul was talking about. Paul was talking about, listen, an abiding peace. Listen, it was late And I was sleepy. But when that dropped in my spirit last night, that may may have been why I got sleepier. Because have you you ever just really, have you ever just taken in what abiding peace is? Peace to abide in whatever situation you're in. Because I promise you, the Word of God says that He is your deliverer. But I want to also point out that there's a thing called seed harvest. But in the middle of that, there's time. The reason that patience and faith are what some have called the power twins or the power mountains is because you can't walk in faith unless you find a place to walk in patience. Oh, I believe that he can do it now. I believe that he is a now God. But I also believe... That when Paul was talking about what he was talking about, I believe that he was talking about standing and learning how to be content wherever he was because Paul understood abiding peace. See, abiding peace is a confidence that we have that God gives us even in the middle of a mess. Has anybody ever been in a mess? Has ever anybody ever went to the funeral of a loved one and you go, I don't know. I, I just don't know what tomorrow's going to hold. I don't know how this is going to happen. Has anybody ever walked out of a divorce court and go, whew, I can't face people anymore. Has anybody ever um, dealt with children and you think, oh my God, I can't let nobody know that that was my youngin'. There's an abiding peace Listen You can have drug addicts on one side of you You can have whoremongers on the other side of you You can have alcoholics on top of you But God can give you the peace That perfect peace When you put your mind on Him And He will give you contentment Like nobody else knows about But you and God See the one thing The two things that I want to point out to you Is He used the word Learned, and he used the word content. He learned how to be content. How? By personal experience and by personal perseverance. See, content means contain. I am here to tell you today... That I've been through a day or two of things. I've been through a day or two of dealing with stuff. And I know that you have as well. But I promise you that if you will contain the word of God in your mouth. If you will walk in the contained miracles of God. If you will walk in a mindset to know that I am content because I know what I contain as a believer. I know who I am and I know the power that I have because of whose I am. There's three spiritual resources that I want to give you today. And I'm not really going to take much more of your time. To be honest, there's Scripture on top of Scripture. I could give you, and normally I do. But the reason I'm preaching the way I am today is because, quite frankly, on this eighth day of January, 2023, you get to make a decision. Is 23 going to be different for me? Is it going to be a victorious year? Or is it just going to be another year? So I'm going to give you some stuff, and then you can make your mind up whether or not you want to go look it up or not. All right? There's three spiritual things today that I want to give you that makes us adequate at having content The first one Is the providence of God What does providence mean? Providence means God sees to it Beforehand He is a God that provides God has his hand On your life God is our leader Some people's lives Are kind of like a thermometer. Do you understand that a thermometer don't really do anything. But talk about what it sees and feels. There's a lot of church people. Boy I'm getting trifling already again. There's a lot of church people in the world today. That don't want to come to prayer 21 days. Because they got so much other stuff doing. Now if you can't come you can't come. But if you can come and you don't you're missing out. But they can't come, they don't want to come They've got more important things to do But you let something happen And they're the first one to want to talk about it Talk about it See a thermometer only reads what's in the room I believe being content includes being a thermostat A thermostat controls the environment that they're in I came in here this morning and I went back there and I touched the thermostat. If you're not happy with the temperature, please pray for me. Don't tell me. Pray that God would give me deliverance in making it too hot or cold for you next Sunday. But just pray for me. Don't tell me about it. But I believe with all my heart that God wants you to be a thermostat because a thermometer is always, well, the 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 economy is this. The, well, you know what? Over here, I can't believe the crime. Oh, I can't believe the how the 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 Industry is is going away and how this one's a fact. I can't believe who's president. I can't believe who wants to be president. I can't believe who was president. A thermometer only talks about stuff that's the obvious. But oh, a thermostat. I can come in here, and it can be hot in this place. And I can touch that thermostat, and I can tell that thermostat, and that thermostat will control things that I can't see. And it will affect things that I feel. See, I believe that we can be in 2023, when you get up in your job, you can be a thermostat of peace around your surround. Quit waiting on everybody else to change the atmosphere. You may not be able to change the whole company, but baby, you can make it different at your desk. You can make it different at your workstation. You can walk up in there expecting what God has for you because He's a God of providence. He's a God that has provided it long before we ever got to it. He is a God that had a plan before you had a had a name. He's a God that said, "I am. We. I'm going to do." Do all that you need me to do. As a matter of fact, he told Moses, I am
1: that I am.
0: The story of Joseph is so is so unique in, 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 the, in the understanding of providence. This young man knew what the Lord had told him. This young man knew the dream that he had had. Do you know what? You, you, we talk a lot about dreams around here. First of all, let me give you a little secret. Your dream won't work unless you do. I didn't make that up, but I sure got the sign. So what is your dream? Are you talking about your dream? Are you believing that your dream is already in your future, waiting to be recognized as you walk forward in faith? See, I believe that in 2023, we're going we're to continue because the Lord told me in my office at 1601 in 2013, I was saying, God, where do I go? God, I'm not content. I'm not happy. I'm not fulfilled. I am preaching the gospel, and I thank you for all that's been saved, but I need specifics. How many like specifics? If somebody says, meet me over there tomorrow. Over where? What time tomorrow? But if somebody says, hey, will you meet me at the courthouse at 12 noon on the steps where they auction off property? I know exactly where they're at, and I'm going to go at 12 o'clock, and I'm going to look for you and expect to see you there. See, I believe that the providence of God in uh, Joseph was so strong. That's why he ended up in prison, and he didn't complain, but he walked in his gift and guess what? Because he was willing to walk in his gift. He knew what his dream was. He knew what his word was. He knew what the providence of God was. So therefore he ended up being exactly what he thought he was going to be. The second thing, the power of God. Read with me. In, just to recap, verse 11 in Philippians 4. Can you put that up? Philippians 4 verse 11 Not that I speak in respect of want For I have learned in whatsoever state I am Therefore to be content Verse 12 I know both how to be a base You know what a base means? Leave that up there You know what a base means? A base in that scripture means poor I know how to be with nothing How many knows how to be with nothing? How many knows what it is to be with Nothing he said I know how to do that And I know how to abound How many thankful that we know how to abound And you say well I'm not abounding yet Stick around There's a lot of people that are already abounding And it will rub off on you Because the spirit of God is transferable Because you will rise or fall To the company you keep Everywhere And in all things I am instructed both to be full And to be hungry What? he's schizophrenic no he's not he's talking about how to be content both to abound i tell you what we need to get the ers out of our spirit see there's a lot of big preachers that want to talk a lot about alcohol I want to talk a lot about nicotine and cigarettes and then they're the biggest gossips in the in the community he said i am instructed both to be full and to be hungry both to abound and to and to suffer need now next verse i can do all things You know what he was being right there? He was being a thermostat. He was setting the pace. He said, listen, in other words, y'all know where I am. He said in those prior verses that we read a while ago, he said, y'all took good care of me. You have worked with me and you've helped me. He said, but here I am today and I have learned to be content because I know I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens me. I'm telling you, when we understand the power of God, when we understand the providence of God, when we understand the providence of God, let me say it like this, you will also begin to feel the power of God. Because if you know that He's already provided, then you also know that He is able to see that it comes to your house. He's a, you're able to see it abound in your house. The last thing. You've got the providence of God, the power of God, and then I want to talk about the promises of God. See, I love the scripture. I didn't look it up on purpose because I want you to if you're interested enough to look it up. Then you'll, you'll remember it. The promises of God are yes. King James says yay, but yes. The promises of God are, you know what that means? It means when you ask Him according to His promise. His answer is, that's what it is. So all this talk about, oh, I hope God does this. See, now faith is the substance of things. Hope is the target. But it says the evidence of things not seen. So I truly believe, I know I missed it for a long time in my life and i believe that a lot of people miss it right here is because in our humanity in our mind in our fleshly thinking it's hard for us to get in a place where we can thank god for what we don't tangibly touch just say it with me i am a spirit you are a spirit you're not you're not a human with a spirit you're a spirit living today as a human in a human body you are housed in this life in a human body listen my nephew Chad is at McCammon Ammon's funeral home right now and he will tell you I've never had this conversation with him but I guarantee he will tell you that not one of those fine wonderful people that he helps the family through that time not one of them he asks hey is this shirt look good to you do you want to wear this shirt you say are you being rude no I'm just telling you not one of those people laying in that. if you believe that you're a human body what happens because you've got to take the whole Bible and you've got to rightly divide the Bible says to be absent from this life so wait a minute when they're dead their body's still here Where does it go? Now, see, there's people that believe all kinds of stuff. But I'm telling you right now, I am a spirit that lives in a body and I possess a soul. As soon as I take my last breath in my human house, I am standing in the presence of an almighty God. He loves me, he cares for me, and his power for me is to not live in hope because hope is always in the future. But his power and gift to me is the power of faith that I can possess it in the supernatural and it has to show up in the natural. Because when I possess it in the supernatural, I'm already praising God for it before anybody sees it. That's why they call it a crazy praise. It's because it don't make no sense. That's why people look at you and go, I don't understand. No, and you will never understand using your mind that you got from your mama and daddy. But oh, when you use the Spirit of God that was breathed into you by the Holy Spirit, you can take this book and you can say, God, I thank you for this promise, and you say, God, according to this promise, I receive it. And you know his answer is already yes. And the only thing you need to do is agree with it and say amen, and it becomes yours. So today, going into 2023, I want you through this fast to hold on to the providence of God, walking in the power of God, Leaning on and trusting in the promises of God. And you know what we're going to have? We're going to have victory is mine. Victory is mine.
1: Hallelujah. Thank you guys so much for joining High Praises Church podcast today. We are so happy to have had you with us. If you just met Jesus for the first time and you want to commit your life to him, repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you. I open my heart and I receive you as my Lord and my savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps by the power of your Holy Spirit. Thank you so much for answering my prayer and saving my life, amen. God is so good. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you and may his face shine upon you and may he be gracious to you. Now, we want you to stay connected with our socials. You can find us every Sunday and Wednesday on our Facebook and YouTube live at The High Praises Church and catch us on our Instagram at The High Praises. Can't wait to see you next week. Take care.